Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Woke by Accident Podcast. I am your host, Jan Washington. This is a weekly chat about socially conscious topics impacting the culture. I would like to extend my gratitude in you listening to this podcast. It means everything to me, and I hope it is clear that this subject matter is so important to me. I care about our people, our future, and making a positive change in this nation. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Woke by Accident Podcast. And today I am joined by Athiel Levi, musician and host of the Forefront Radio, which is available on all of your favorite streaming platforms. And he is a fellow member of the Content Creators of Color Podcast Challenge Collective. Welcome, Levi. Thank you for having me on the show once again. I'm the host of the Forefront Radio, where we talk about Black history according to the Bible. And it's always a pleasure to talk about different things that affect our community. And so um, I found a really um, interesting historical story with some recent updates that I wanted to bring to you guys. A few short weeks ago, we talked about a similar matter or I guess kind of a similar matter where um, Bruce Beach, a um, African-American family owned a piece of land. I think that was in the 60s, 1960s era. And it was um, taken away from eminent domain. And then, you know, several years later, the family has, um, you know, raised the issue and the city is trying to right the wrongs of the past, if you will. And so we have a similar matter in another eminent domain situation. And this is actually in my um, neck of the woods, Missouri. And so I just thought that was interesting. So decades after Missouri town seized a black doctor's home, his relatives sought to reclaim his land. And so this is about Dr. Howard P. Venable, and he was a black ophthalmologist who for more than, um, I guess it's more than 60 years ago in 1956, bought two plots in Spody Meadows area, which is in Creve Corps, Missouri, an affluent suburb just west of St. Louis County. And they faced pressure from their white neighbors and the city of Creve Corps itself to sell their property and move. Well, the Creve Corps government, then led by Mayor John Bernie, seized the Venable family's land using intimate domain. The city took the portion of the house that he started to build and they turned it into a clubhouse and they turned the rest of the land into a park and then they named the park after the mayor so um you know they snatched his land right up under and he legitimately purchased it and they just you know took it named it after the mayor and so he did you know try to fight this matter he sued the city of creve corps for years to try to hold on to the land that he owned. Finally, in 1959, the court ruled against him, citing that the city took the land for public use. And then um, there was a 1959 settlement with the city, and Venable was giving 31000 So eventually, Venable and his family moved to Baldwin, another affluent area in St. Louis County, where he raised his family. He died in 1998. In September of 
the same year, Creve Corps renamed the park in Venable's honor more than half a century after it was taken from him to name the park after the Venables. And so they did have a, I guess, a um, ceremony where the family were, were recognized and um, for the honor of having the park named after the um, uh, Dr. Venable. And it's like the family had some additional ideas to do more than just have the park renamed after him. But the city, um, like, I think they would like to have uh, a financial contribution to one of the universities here in St. Louis. They would like to have a memorial in his honor, uh, annual day of recognition. There was a list of things that the family would like to do. And, um, even have assistance assistance for other people of color trying to buy land in the city and things like that, that would be reparations, if you would, you know, um, for the generational wealth that was lost in this matter. But, you know, what the city said that they would do is just name the park after him. What did you think about this particular story? What do I think about America and how they treat black people <laughs> What's interesting is that the term crevka actually means broken heart. And it breaks my heart to see our people oppressed on a continual basis. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like having Stockholm syndrome and waiting for the abuser to finally say, I'm going to stop abusing. It's not going to happen. We, we, we try in vain to put our hope in a nation that has no desire to save us. An example of America's hypocrisy is found in the Book of Lamentations, chapter four, verse 17, where it says this, watch this. As for us, referring to the lost tribes of Israel, our eyes as yet failed for our vain help, vain help in our watching, we have watched for a nation that could not save us. America can't save us, okay? America can't do anything positive for us. You know why? Because their inward thought is that their name is going to last forever. You ever seen that uh, show, Little House on the Prairie? Yeah. They always show the families all happy-go-lucky. They're coming into this new land, and they're gaining property rights, and they're able to live and thrive and develop themselves. The Great American Frontier. But what they don't tell you is that that land that they're on is Native American property that they stole and killed and slaughtered with blood. Mm -hmm. They showed a smiling little white girl. Oh, Papa, thank you, Papa. But they full of crap because they killed the people. Watch this. Psalms chapter 49, verse 11. Their inward thought, meaning the thought process of that mayor, the thought process of most Americans, right, mm -hmm. Caucasian Americans, is that their houses shall continue forever and their dwelling places to all generations. They call their lands after their own names. So mm -hmm. this mayor came and stole the property that was obviously owned by a black man renamed it after himself 
Yes. Now, what what effort did he do to purchase it? Did he put up his own funds to acquire it? No. Did they vote on it? No. They just took it. They just said, we're going to covet your property. We're going to take it. And we don't give a damn what you got to say about it. But guess what? God does have something to say about it. Exodus chapter 20, verse 17. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his servant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. So is this a, is this a God-fearing nation? You better believe it's not. God bless America. What does God say about taking people's property unlawfully? The Bible says, do not oppress the poor. Watch this. In Proverbs 22, 22, it says this, rob not the poor because he is poor, neither oppress the afflicted in the gate. Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 14 says this, thou shalt not, thou shalt not oppress a hired servant that is poor and needy, whether he be of thy brethren or thy strangers that are in the land within thy gates. So you have a a government system that have us black folk as strangers in their land, but instead of treating us fair, treating us with dignity, respect, integrity, loyalty. They say, no, they're going to oppress us, keep us in a position where we're poor and needy, poor and needy. And when we do try to establish ourselves to buy property, to buy a land, they just take it and call it eminent domain, eminent domain. James chapter two, verse six says this, but ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? So did they not use the court system and the government system, the judgment of the land to take from those that are poor? Because it's not that many black doctors out there. Right. Let's just be real. Yeah. Okay. Zechariah chapter seven, verse 10 says this, because God gives specifications. He says, oppress not the widow, nor the fatherless, nor the stranger, nor the poor, and let none of you imagine evil against his brother in your heart. Now, has America oppressed the widow? Yes, they have. They take property from women after their husbands have passed away and say, we don't care if he paid that house off. You can't pay the government tax on it. We're taking it away. Do they oppress the fatherless? They say, yes, I don't care if your father not in the house and you're a homeless child. We're going to take that property from you. Your dad ain't there no more. That doctor isn't available. He died years ago, but we're still going to take that property for ourselves. So much so that 60 years later, his family has to fight for it. And they still didn't give him fair wages for it. Because guess what? Just down the street, Another house costs $1.8 million. How much they paid that guy for it? $31,000 right. in 1950 money. <laughs> <laughs> so the Bible is a true book. It says, don't oppress the stranger nor the poor. And don't even imagine, God said, don't even think the thought to oppress my people like that. Because guess what? There is a rec- recompense for that. 
God hates covetousness. God despises that thing. And those that partake in that thing will receive judgment by the most high. Facts. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Another situation of righting the wrongs, but, you know, I don't know that um, it could have came a little better than that because what we didn't see in this story that we saw in the other stories that the family actually got property in this time around, they didn't. They just renamed mm -hmm. this park after mm -hmm. Dr. Venable and that was it. So. That's like when they name a street in the hood MLK Drive, but the folks on the block is poor as hell. What the hell is this? I mean, <laughs> there's a quote from the article that's interesting, though, right? It says, It's terrible how you could love a place and the place don't love you. Mm. Yes. That was Venable's nephew that said that, Alan yeah. Venable. Yeah. Imagine living in a nation that you're putting your hope and trust in that has absolutely no love for you at all. They may feign love, they may pretend to love us, but remember what we read in Lamentations 4, we're hoping in vain for a nation that cannot save us. Our only salvation is to unify with each other, to await the black Messiah to come and save us from those that oppress us. We are waiting for a new kingdom. I'm a pilgrim here. You're a pilgrim here. This is not our land. Our motherland is over on the Eastern Hemisphere. The continent that we call Africa, Northeast Africa, Jerusalem, that's our motherland. And the day will come when the Messiah will save us and wipe America off the map, wipe all the wickedness off the map, and there'll be no more tears, no more sorrow, no more persecution, no more stories of child being abused, no more story of houses getting ran up in and taken from because of imminent domain. <laughs> right, right. And I'm going to be glad on that day. All praises to the most high. Yeah, definitely. It was an like interesting, good, good perspective. Like your message there. What eminent domain is for those that are not familiar with it, it gives government a level of false authority to take private property and convert it to public use. More specifically, it's it's under the Fifth Amendment in the US Constitution that allows the government to do this, but only if they provide compensation, adequate compensation. Right, that's the okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be compensated is how, with how it normally is handled. But you wonder all the times back in the 50s if they did that like they were supposed to. They gave him pennies on the dollar. Uh -huh. Think about it. That same property is worth over a million dollars. 31,000 over a million. 31,000 over. Somebody got shortchanged. I was saying the Constitution does not define what the compensation means. Okay. So, uh, like a professor, for example, at the uh, mm -hmm. St. Louis mm -hmm. University School of Law says so, a lot of the fights that get attention are about how you value what just, just compensation is. Many times compensation is not the point. Venable did not necessarily want money. He wanted to establish land for his family. His house was a chance to raise a family in that particular area. In, in uh, 1959, the settlement that they gave to the city was weak, $31,000. 
Mm-hmm. You barely have somebody that can have a job that's $31,000. That's not going to provide for a lifetime. That's not That's not going to establish equity. Right. That's not going to build a retirement. You can't build a retirement on $31,000. So right. the it's fact true. that that it's government uh, official stole the land, named it after himself, like he bought it. That yo, that's a crook coming <laughs> to your crib and be like, yo, I'm gonna take your house, I'm gonna kick your kids and out and put them in the bathroom, and then I'm gonna put my name on the doorstep. So whenever the mail come in, the mail's gonna come in my name. The hell is this? What's wrong with you? Psychos do this, covetous people yeah. do this, hypocrites do this. That's why I say Babylon is a state of straight confusion. They'll say one thing and do another. This is the land of the free. Right. This is the land of opportunity. No, it's not. (laughs) They give the facade of freedom, masquerade that, and they're all about oppression. There's two different ways they deal with themselves. It's freedom, justice in America in a great American way, right? The American dream. But for us, it's a straight up nightmare. A straight up nightmare. Because remember, the in order to kick that man out of the house, you're not just going to tell him politely. You're going to bring guns. You're going to bring KKKs. You're going to bring whips. You're going to bring chains. You're going to threaten his family's life. That's what mm-hmm. they did. They don't give you the background about it. They just say, mm-hmm. oh, the eminent domain, the, the mayor just claimed it. No, they threatened his life. And when he tried to go through legal matters, they was like, all right, we'll give you a little bit of money. Here's a little 30 grand. Get about my face, nigga. That's what they do. Right. (laughs) But all praises to the most high. Like I said before. Yeah. Once once the uh, veil is taken off of your eyes and you see how this system works, it'll motivate you to build with your own to set up black businesses, to set up black corporations, to set up Mm -hmm. uh, connecting with Hispanics, Native Americans. It's imperative for us to unify. That's why it says in Mm -hmm. Zephaniah chapter two, verse one, gather yourselves together. Yes, gather together, O nation, not desired. If you look at the world and see who are the people that are undesirables, the blacks, Native Americans, the indigenous populations, we are the ones that are going to unite globally. And once we do, we're taking over the world. <laughs> Look, come together. Yeah. Oh, it's a good point. Definitely um, Black business entrepreneurship is a way that we can build the generational wealth that was lost in several different, you know, cases that we've, you know, see over and over again some we probably don't even know about i'm still even so yeah that's true and what's Mm -hmm. what's amazing is that everything that is done in the dark will be exposed to the light i believe that definitely that's great that's my two cents you keep the change (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah so what else is um coming up for the forefront radio tell us so the Forefront Radio is a show where we talk about it's, Black um, history according to the Bible. And, podcasts um, or any projects coming up? 
Well, um, I'm going to upload all the things that we have from the 30-day content creators of color up on my page. So weekly, it'll probably for the next 30 weeks air those episodes. So each um, Friday, tune into the Forefront Radio. It's available on uh, many different platforms, Good Pods, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Anchor, as well as Spotify. And we appreciate all your listeners tuning in to listen to the Forefront Radio. Okay, excellent. And so, um, yep, check out the Forefront Radio. Thanks for listening. Take care. At this time, we are going to go ahead and conclude this episode. We do appreciate you listening. We do invite you to follow us on social media. On Instagram, it is Woke by Accident Podcast. On Twitter, it is Woke by. The Gmail is Woke by Accident at gmail.com. And we are available on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Please go out and follow us, share, leave a review, tell a friend. And every time you listen, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you again and take care.